0: This. We're going to go back to Dolores Cannon, more Dolores Cannon. Cannon. She's got the stuff, man. This is really interesting. She, uh, you know, many years, decades of um, basically uh, past life regression, but also uh, aliens and stuff. So this is, I know this is a very popular uh, Subject, and, and she seems and to me like she like knows what, she knows what she's talking, talking about, and uh, kind of kind of resonates. You know that we're this is one big school, and we volunteered to be here. And uh, that part of she was saying about like three, that she was told that three, she got the chance to ask questions when she was doing these past life regressions, so. They said like those three waves of volunteers. It's not like my mom was probably first wave. They, they don't understand all the violence, and they're uh, you know they're not a. They don't feel like they belong here. Uh, you know they want to go home. Uh, and I'm second wave, We're the ones that we don't get married, we don't have kids. We don't like other people. <laughs> And, uh, um, but we're like energy, energy bringers that we don't realize it, but we touch other people. And the third wave are the indigo children, the lovely indigo children who are going to save the fucking planet. Thank you, young people, that's you. That's all the 8 million millennials who are going to get registered to vote in the next year. And all vote en masse in a huge block. Basically, they're going to take over the fucking direction of this country. Can't wait. I can't wait, baby. I can't till the millennials take over, baby. I can't wait. She
1: said, uh, remember what time I came in.
0: This is about an alien abduction. This is called Alien now, Chronicles. It's called Alien Chronicles. Season 1, Episode 2, Dolores Cannon, Alien and UFOs on the Extreme Mysteries YouTube channel.
1: At another big city in Arkansas where the woman was pulling off the freeway at night and she also saw a huge light she was following her as she went off into the city. And again, it was like this vacuum. No sound, no sign of life, no people, nothing. She's driving down the street. All of the lights are going out in front of her as she approaches them. And it got so strange that finally she wanted to pull in a mall somewhere where there would these people. And she saw an all-night restaurant but there were cars parked out there, but there were no sign of life at all. So she went on until she finally got to her house. And when she did, the lights set off and all of the sound came crashing in on her at once. Well, when I did the session with her, naturally I wanted to know what was going on because I had several of these circles are, they communicate with symbols and they put blocks of information into one symbol. It's all mind to mind. The subconscious mind recognizes the symbol and it knows the information is downloaded. You don't have to be in the top circles, all you have to do is to see the symbol. And this is also downloading information. They gave me an example. They said, you communicate so slowly, Mm -hmm. you humans. One word behind the next word to make a sentence, to make a paragraph. They try to communicate with entire concepts all at one time. The concepts are in that symbol. The example they gave me was like the word Christmas. Express. They said, What does that Express mean to you? People say Christmas, but it means much more than that. You start thinking about it, you have. In red, Christmas trees, nativity scene, wise men, uh, Jesus, Santa Claus, you know, bell, silver bells, you can fill pages full of what is in that one word. That's what they mean. Whole concepts of information are passed instantaneously into the mind, and that's the way they communicate. So that is how they are communicating
2: with us through symbols. Here are the top three dirty self-defense moves. <laughs> Number <laughs> one, symbols. throwing wow. dirt in your opponent's eyes. Throwing an object into your opponent's eyes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Some of the important information that they gave me that we needed to understand symbols. was about the seeding of the planet Earth. And uh, a lot of people have tried...
0: Wait, hold on. What about the Symbols.
1: Some of the important information that they gave me, Shit. that
0: we... Baby, I ...a few
1: weeks later, at another big city in Arkansas, where the woman was pulling off the freeway at oh, night. She,
0: she, just, uh, come on.
1: So, I said, what kind of information do you mean? They said, the information you will need in the future when we go through the changes, and we're going to have so many strange things happening. So the information that you need, and you won't even know where it came from, and this is being downloaded everywhere. This is what I found out, the pop circles are, they communicate with symbols, and they put lots of information into one symbol. It's all mind to mind. The subconscious mind recognizes the symbol, And it knows the information is downloaded. You don't have to be in the crop circles. All you have to do is to see the symbols. And this is also downloading information. They gave me an example. They said, you communicate so slowly. (laughs) humans. You put one (laughs) word behind the next word to make a sentence, to make a paragraph. They can communicate with entire concepts all at one time. The concepts are in that symbol. Hmm. Interesting. The example they gave them, uh, study like the word hmm. He said, "What does that X mean to you?" People say Christmas, but it means much more than that. You start thinking about it. We have green and red, Christmas trees, nativity scene, wise men. Jesus, uh, Santa Claus, you know, bell, silver bells, you can fill pages full of what is in that one word. That's what they mean. Whole concepts of information are passed instantaneously into the mind. And that's the way they communicate. So that is how they are communicating with us through symbols. Okay, I guess that was Some it. of the important information that they gave me, that we needed to understand, was about the seeding of the planet Earth. And, the um, seeding of the planet A lot of people Earth. have trouble with this, because they think that, where is God in this whole picture? <laughs> and are they playing God? But they say this is the way life has been done throughout the universe, forever. Life is never allowed to just simply spontaneously develop that if it it did, it would be very chaotic. And to produce a thinking, intelligent human being would have taken millions more years if it was happening by normal evolution than it would have taken. And it would still not have got to the point we are now. And they said they do this because they create life on other planets because this is the way they were created by what they call the archaic ones. The ones from the very beginning have been doing archons? this forever. The and they said there are councils over all of this. There's definitely rules and regulations that govern everything. And the councils have the history books of all the planets and all the records. So when a planet reaches the point that it can support life, that's a very momentous time in the history of that planet. At that time the planet is given its life charter and they set about trying to decide what will grow there. And they have cells from everywhere. This is part of what the sampling that goes on. If the people don't understand the testing, they are accumulating cells, sperm, ova doesn't matter where they get them. It all goes into the massive laboratory bank, in the laboratory craft. And I asked them one time, where do the cells come from that created life on Earth? They said it doesn't matter because it's mixtures. They put everything together to see what will grow there. What will grow in the primeval soup of the chemicals of whatever place it is. So they experiment to see what will take a foothold. And they begin with single-celled organisms. <laughs> They hope that it will take hold and begin to clump together to form a multi-celled organism.
2: Did you know that you could get 50
1: to over $150,000 of investment capital at 0% interest rates to fund any business or investment that you want? That's right. You could quickly and easily access 50 to over $150,000 of free money in less than 30 days to invest invest in guaranteed businesses and investments all without... They said you would be surprised what you could have looked like. Hold on. We're gonna pull that. Some of the important information that they gave me, that we needed to understand, was about the seeding of the planet Earth. And um, a lot of people have trouble with this because they think that where is God in this whole picture? And are they playing God? But they say this is the way life has been done throughout the universe, forever. Life is never allowed to just simply spontaneously develop. That if, it would, if it did it would be very chaotic and to produce a thinking intelligent human being would have taken millions more years if it was happening by normal evolution than it would have taken and it would still not have got to the point we are now and they said they do this because they create life on other planets because this is the way they were created by what they call the archaic ones the ones from the very beginning, have been doing this forever. And they said there are councils over all of this. There's definitely rules and regulations that govern everything. And the councils have the history books of all its planets and all the records. So when a planet reaches the point that it could support life at the very momentous time in the history of that planet, at that time, the planet is given its ninth charter. And they set about trying to decide what will grow there. And they have cells from everywhere. This is part of what the sampling it goes on, that the people don't understand, the testing. They are accumulating cells, sperm, ova. Doesn't matter where they get them. It all goes into the massive laboratory banks in the laboratory craft. And I asked them one time, where did the cells come from that created life on Earth? They said, Does it doesn't matter because it's mixtures. They put everything together to see what will grow there. What will grow in the primeval soup of the chemicals of whatever place it is. So they experiment to see what will take a foothold. And they begin with single-celled organisms. They yeah. that it like, that to I think
0: one of the Vedic texts of the exact number of species, 8.8 million, I think it said, that were created and put here on Earth. And the Sumerian tablets, the Enuma Lish, which I've studied, we've studied in my podcast, going back, uh, you know. I've, Uh, I cover um, all the new Sumerian origins, and I've covered the Numa Elish a couple times. I've listened to it several times, actually. And um, it's all on YouTube. Check it out. The world is your oyster. (laughs) You're a pain in the ass. Reading cards. The world is your oyster, and you're a pain in the ass. <laughs> that would be good for my wall. <laughs> right back to the show. Lois Cannon. So you still there, right? Yes, well, hello, darling. Shout out to KAMP Student Media with the University of Edwardston. And that's going to get told me, On the red, with Tristan Shell, you, 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 Anyway, yeah, let's
1: get back to the show, They ...begin to clump together to form a multi-celled organism. Mm-hmm. They said you would be surprised what you could have looked like. <laughs> but imagine the amount of time this would take. It'd be eons of time as all of this happened. In that time, they're coming back from time to time to check on everything. It's really like Star Trek. They have their assignments and they go and check on different planets and the different stages of development and then give a little nudge here and there. That's why Star
0: Trek was so important. But
1: by the time they developed animals, then it was time to decide which animal will we. Manipulate the DNA so it can become a thinking human being. This is the ultimate, is to become intelligent and uh, able to function. So they chose the ape because it had the greatest brain capacity and also it had the hands. You would have to have hands to make tools to build a civilization. So they chose that one and they began to manipulate the DNA. Eventually, Turned it into a human being. And they said, You will never find the missing link because there isn't any. It jumped generations so fast. And um, eventually it became developing. In my work, I have had people go back to lifetimes when all of this was happening and they were half animal and half man as they went through the evolution. Imagine the patience of these people to be doing this over. Millions of years as it developed. As it began to develop and became a fishing human being, they would come and live among the people and give them what they needed next. Every culture in the world, every culture has the legend of the culture bringer someone who brings uh, fire who teaches them how to make corn. The Indians have the corn woman. Teaches them how to plant. Every civilization has these legends. And in these legends, the culture bringer always comes from the sky or from across the ocean. And that is the legend was what they were teaching. And they would live among these people because they can live as long as they want. They can live hundreds and hundreds of years with these people helping them as they developed. So they began to be thought of as gods. And this came down to us with legend. So that's a lot of what has been happening. Nowadays, there's so many people in the world that can't live among us to give us the next advance that we need. So it's put into the atmosphere. And anyone who can receive the idea will be the one that develops the next invention. You hear about people all over the world developing things at the same time. They don't care who invents it as long as it is invented in the time span that it's supposed to be. And that's the way it's done now. Well, it's all sounded very good, but something happened to spoil the the whole experiment. They call it the grand experiment because they said, let's give this beautiful planet A creature with intelligence and free will and see what he does with it. And I don't think they're very pleased with what we're doing with it. But the law of non-interference is very real. They cannot interfere in the development of the species. They have to just let us go along with whatever we're doing. And I asked them one time, Well, when you give these things, corn, Fire, uh, how to plant, isn't that interference? They said, no, it's a gift. You give them to the people as a gift once. What they do with it is their own free will. And many times man has taken something and turned it into something negative, not what it was intended to be at all. I said, well, can't you just come back and tell them you're not doing it right? They said, no, because that is interference. They can give it to you one time, what you do with it is your own free will. After that, they have nothing to say about it. I think that's important. It does go along with the Star Trek idea of non-interference.
3: This is what happens when you exit the matrix, pay close attention, the end is astonishing. When you are in the process of awakening, you will realize that everything around you is an illusion in which you have been trapped for many years, something quite strong to assimilate, because you realize that most of society is and will remain trapped. But when you finally leave the matrix, you start to make changes. Mm. Just the ancient Egyptians that. understood that they could use sound to reduce their weight and the gravitational
1: effect through archaeoacoustic research we are now close being able to duplicate those megalithic temples sound in combination with technology would produce gravitational effects if
3: they knew the correct resonant frequency of they could have used
2: sound in that manner.
0: The ancient people possibly had a way to reach sympathetic resonance with each other and with stone.
2: We are in constant communication with this field. When we create coherence, sound will create geometric patterns that you find in nature.
3: From the electron moving around the nucleus of an atom to distant galaxies, they're all in a state of vibration. Free energy technologies are encoded within those megalithic temples. Also, ways in which we can live in a manner that is more harmonious with the Earth and will enable us
1: to create, ultimately, a sustainable civilization. That's our quest and that's our goal.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful, but, Oh, yeah. They said, "Hi there,
1: welcome back. No ads. Like they another. said you would be surprised what you could have looked like. But if you know, I think the amount of time this would take. It the eons of time as all of this happened, in that time, they're coming back from time to time to check on everything. It's really like Star Trek. they have their assignments and they go and check on different planets in the different stages of development and then give it a little nudge here and there. But by the time they developed animals, then it was time to decide which animal will we manipulate the DNA so it's become a thinking human being. This is the ultimate is to become intelligent and uh, be able to function. So they chose the ape because it had the greatest brain capacity and also it had the hands. You would have to have hands to make tools to build a civilization. So they chose that one and they began to manipulate the DNA to eventually turn it into a human being. And they said, you will never find the missing link because there isn't any. It jumped generations so fast. And um, eventually, it became developing. In my work, I have had people go back to lifetimes when all of this was happening, and they were half animal and half man as they went through the evolution. Imagine the patience of these people to be doing this over millions of years as it developed. As it began to develop and became a thinking human being, they would come and live among the people, and give them what they needed next. Every culture in the world, every culture has the legend of the culture bringer. Someone who brings uh, fire, who teaches them how to make corn, the Indians have the corn woman, teaches them how to plant, every civilization has the legend. And in the uh, legends, the culture bringer always comes from the sky or from across the ocean. And that is the legend, it was what they were teaching. And they would live among these people because they can live as long as they want. They can live hundreds and hundreds of years with these people helping them as they developed. So they began to be thought of as gods. And this came down to us with legends. So, that's a lot of what has been happening. Nowadays, there's so many people in the world that can't live among us to give us the next event that we need. So it's put into the atmosphere. And anyone who can receive the idea will be the one that develops the next invention. You hear about people all over the world developing things at the same time. They don't care who invents it, as long as it is invented in the time span that it's supposed to be. And that's the way it's done now. Well, this all sounded very good, but something happened to spoil the, the whole experiment. They call it the Grand Experiment, because they said, let's give this beautiful planet a creature with intelligence and free will and see what he does with it. And I don't think they're very pleased with what we're doing with it. But the law of non-interference is very real. They cannot interfere in the development of the species. They have to just let us go along with whatever we're doing. And I asked them one time, Well, when you give these things, corn, fire, uh, that how to plant, isn't that interference? They said, no, it's a gift. We give them to the people as a gift once. What they do with it is their own free will. And many times man has taken something and turned it into something negative, not what it was intended to be at all. I said, well, can't you just come back and tell them you're not doing it right? They said, no, because that is interference. They can give it to you one time, what you do with it is your own free will. After that, they have nothing to say about it. I think that's important. It does go along with the Star Trek idea of non interference But something happened when the species was developing. They said if it had happened when the species was fully developed, it wouldn't have caused as much problem. But the species was developing when a meteorite hit the earth. The meteorite had bacteria on it that was unknown to the earth. And it created disease for the first time. And the developing species couldn't handle it. So they were very upset about it because they knew for the first time their experiment would be limited it would have disease and then it would die. This was not the way it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be live as long as you want, like they do, and have no disease. This meteorite bought the bacteria that these species were not compatible with. They went back to the council and said, now what do we do? Do we throw the whole thing out and start over again? Or do we let it continue to develop the way it, it's been developing? It was decided to allow it to continue to develop because so much time and effort had been put into it, not to keep it from happening. But they knew it would never be the perfect species it was supposed to be. The reason I'm telling you this is because it will explain the testing and the things that people find so negative, they don't understand. Now they are doing the testing on people because they're still trying to get us back to that perfect species we were supposed to be in the beginning. They're very concerned about the increase of cancer, about the effects of the environment and our food on the human body, and they know it's not helping the human body. So they do the constant testing, and many different generations. I've worked with people where the grandmother, the mother, the whole, everybody in the family have been part of this. Now a lot of them don't know it consciously. They're following the generations and as their development, And they check them to see how the body is responding. And when they're doing this, they are also trying to find cures for these different diseases people have. And they're manipulating the DNA in the people's body so they can resist disease. And also they are extending our lifespan. So I don't find anything negative in any of this. And uh, that would explain a lot of these things people see when they're on UF on the ships is uh, the different testing and also explains the sperm, the ova, all of that. But they have our best interest at heart because they want us to be this perfect species. If you've been injured in a car accident, don't call an attorney. Use this AI app instead. That's what I did, and it's how I... I'm gonna have to listen to this we again. are going into a wonderful time when the whole Earth is going to change. And those who have been part of this will be the ones who move into the new dimension. The Earth is changing its frequency and its vibration to move into an entirely different dimensions. The rest of these people who have been experimented on and upgraded, so to speak, will be the ones that go on with the new Earth, because they're the ones that can handle it. The other ones, their bodies can't. And they said the human species must not perish. We must take some survive. They're afraid we're going to blow up the Earth. And they said that was the only time they would be allowed to interfere, is if we take it that far but they want some of the species to uh, be saved. And some people have told me, uh, you know, about they're here to take over the world, and I know I've heard some of the other speakers talk about the implants are to trigger them, to help them be like robots to take over the world. None of that is true at all. They said, why do people say we're here to take over the world? It's ours, it always has been we can't do anything as bad to you as you do to yourself. So they're really afraid of us, our violence, and they're waiting for us to get out of this violence and get all of these wars and everything out of the picture, then we can join with them. That's the idea of developing a species like this. They want us to join with them and do the same things they're doing, traveling in space, because they said we have curiosity and creativity that they think would be very important to the universe as it develops. So there's a whole lot more to this than people think. And I have not found the negativity. Once you find out why it's happening, it takes a whole different look. You remove the human fear. And you are really very caring people and they're doing a lot to help people. And people have asked me if I had any contact with them. Uh, only through the people I work with, and they're very personal. They have uh, uh, made, changed my diet. They've taken care of me and advised me on where to go and where not to go. So I consider them as friends. But they asked me if I've seen them. I told them I want to work with them, but I don't want to see them. I guess I'm chicken. But <laughs> I felt that I could be more objective as a reporter if I was not directly involved with everything that was going on. I could work. I worked with thousands of people in my work, everywhere, all over the world. I could be more objective if I could stand back and view it. So they said, if that's what I want, they would honor my wishes. I've had strange experiences, and I've seen strange lights and things occurring, but. I just assume not be in the middle of it and I think that's the way it should be. Um, I call them they but they are huge groups. There are many different types and there are many different types of craft. The huge mother craft are like cities within cities. They're enormous. That's where the laboratories are and the little craft are the ones that you see going back and forth. Those are the smaller ones. The bigger, larger ones are the huge mother craft. And uh, they have many people on board these craft of different races from all over the universes. It's, it's much bigger and much wider than you could ever imagine. But they all have their jobs to do and there are things that they're involved with. Uh, some people talk about the ones that look like insects. They said that's because they're different types of beings that have gone in different directions. Some went the insect line, the insectoid, other ones went the reptilian type, and we went the mammal line. It could be anything, any type of life. That's just the way they went. Doesn't mean there's anything negative about it. It means they function in a different way, different mentalities, but it's just different forms of life. They don't like the fact that we're doing all these horrible things. So they said, They can't understand how we can kill someone of our own kind. It just doesn't make sense to them at all. The idea they're trying to get us to change our civilization, get over this negativity, because the violence, they're very afraid of that. We can't join them until we get through with the violence and these wars that we're having right now. We have to get through all of that first. they have told me about these things because they said in the beginning when they were coming here many groups were allowed to come because there were things on earth they could use and one of it was certain kinds of minerals that we don't uh need they're not that important to us but other other different planets and groups this is very important to them it they use to power their spacecraft. So they've been allowed by the councils to come and take these things over many um, generations. But as the world became more and more populated, they couldn't just land and take these things. Then they had to begin working with governments to make uh, deals so that they could take the things they need. And this has come down to our time as to where they did make deals with the government, the U.S. government, different ones of the world. They could get what they wanted in exchange for things they could give our government. But they said the problem is that our government went back on the deals. And I think how stupid can you be to try to chase someone who could read your mind? (laughs) So they began doing things that were not right. The aliens, when they make a deal, they will stick to it. But they said, we're not giving them as much as we used to. Some of the, they said one of the things they gave them was in vitro fertilization and the open heart surgeries, the very, the, uh, not the open heart so much as the, um, the artificial hearts, those that were giving those kind of information. And they said a lot of the information they gave the government was supposed to be used for peace. They, especially the uh, stealth bomber, those types of information was given by the aliens. It was supposed to be for transportation. And they said the government turns around and turns it into a weapon, which was not supposed to be. In that case, they feel betrayed. So they said, we're not giving them as much information as we could
3: is what happens when you exit the Matrix. Pay close attention. The end is astonishing. When you are in the process of awakening, you will realize that everything around you is an illusion in which you have been trapped for many years. Something quite strong to assimilate, because you realize that most of society is and will remain trapped. But when you finally leave the Matrix.
1: And incidentally, with Roswell isn't the only example of a crash landing. I've investigated some other ones, too. There are many have come down through the recent years. And one of them was in Kentucky in the 1970s that I investigated. And the man who told me about it uh, wouldn't allow his name or anything to be used because he'd been threatened by the government. The man came to me. His wife wanted him to see me as a hypnotherapist because he was having terrible nightmares, and she knew he needed help. He said he was in the army in a helicopter. He was not the pilot, but he was part of a group in a helicopter. And they thought a plane had crashed. And they came in with the helicopters and landed to, to see about the plane. Instead, they found a small craft had crashed. And when they looked inside, there were these bodies, they were all dead. There was clear fluid everywhere well right at that time another helicopter landed was full of officers they came over and told them you get back on your helicopter and get out of here and we'll see you back at the base when they got back to the base they went under 24 hours of like brainwashing, saying you did not see what you thought you saw there was nothing there you know it's that kind of thing Then they told them, if you ever tell anyone about this, we will hunt you down and kill you and your family. Then they took all of those men and shipped them, transferred them to different bases, so they've never had contact again. So I know there has been many of these cases that tied just to one in Roswell. And when I asked them about that, they said, normally our pilots are very good, but if they are caught in a thunderstorm, it's something about the electromagnetic field it could cause the craft to crash and i know in roswell they did have a bad thunderstorm at that time but as a rule it's very rare for it to happen the little grays are not what people think they are they are robotic creatures I called them a ro- robot one time and they said, it's not exactly a robot, it is a biologically created being. And you know, if we get around to making robots, we're going to make them look just like little humans. They are the, the smaller version of the tall, gray scientists that are on the laboratory craft. Right. Uh, when they travel, they travel by shifting their vibrations and frequency. All they have to do is raise the vibration of the craft. It's like watching a fan blade or a propeller on a plane. When it speeds up, it becomes invisible. That's what happens with them. When they speed up the vibration and frequency of the craft, it will disappear into the other dimension. People are reported seeing a light in the sky will suddenly blink out at uh, times you'll see one just appear. That's when they slow down the vibration to come into our atmosphere. This is very hard on them. They don't like to be in our density. This is a very low dense vibration. They would rather stay out of our atmosphere. So when they have to send so the, the beings down to do the sampling and the testing on the humans that take them. They will always come in the small craft, and you will usually see the little um, gray beings. The little gray beings have been created to withstand the density of the earth, the heaviness. And that's all they are to be here, like, I call them gophers. They're the ones that just do the chores and do what they're supposed to do and take the things back. Because it's too hard on their bodies to enter our dimension. And sometimes people have told me they have seen like tall blondes in their room, but usually they have a see-through quality. This is because it's not really them, it is like a holographic projection into the room of this being, because they don't want to experience that. So you're going to see more of the little beings in the smaller craft, if you will, the others, and the large craft stays out of the atmosphere. Occasionally, a person has to have tests done that will have to be done on the larger craft. In that case, They will take the person and they have to speed up the vibration and frequency of the human body so they can exist in that environment for a short period of time. They do it as quick as they can because it's very hard on the human body. And they put them into a hypnotic-like state because they don't want them to remember, they don't want it to hurt society. So they take them on board, the larger craft, and do what they have to do and bring them back i have had people talk about waking up feeling paralyzed and with bruises on their body and they'll say what happened did they take me and beat me up all that happened was when you do this raising of the vibration and lowering the vibration again they said they have to lower the vibration to bring you back just that act of breathing can create bruises on the body because the molecular structure and the cellular structure is not by survive vibration. And then when they come back into the body, it takes a few seconds to get back into this vibration and to hook it all up again so they have this feeling of paralysis if they happen to wake up at the wrong time. And the bruises are just from the shifting of the dimensions. To me, that makes a whole lot more sense. I've done lectures, and especially in Australia, and people would start crying in the audience. And I said, well, I hope I'm not saying something to offend you. They said, no, for the first time, it all makes sense. Mm. People have told me about they've seen triangle-shaped marks on their bodies, usually three dots. They said, all that is, is when we do take you on the craft, we're doing upgrades and testing the body. If we find that you need anything, any adjustment, they have machines that do this. Some of them make marks on the body, but they said it's not important the mark goes away. But that's all it is. It's nothing as negative as people think it is
3: how to stimulate the pineal gland to unblock your energetic mechanisms did you know that more than 40 percent of the world's population has an atrophied pineal gland Mm -hmm. elements such as fluoride calcify this sacred and divine organ blocking one of the most powerful energetic mechanisms of the body the pineal gland functions as an antenna if
1: they're very concerned about our body and what we are doing to it the effects of the environment and the pollution They are also concerned with what we are eating and what we are consuming. The cattle relation has to do with the testing of the meat, to see what is in there, what growth hormones, what additives have been put into the cattle itself, the blood. They have to check all of this, because it is what we are consuming. And they said they're not doing as many of these as people blame them for. But that's all it is. They said it's not only cattle, they also test the plants. Many different things that we can control to make sure it's safe for our body and what it's doing to our body. To me, that makes more sense than the other people are talking about. If there is a message from them is that they do want us to join with them eventually, but they want us to know we are children of the stars, we have been created and taken care of since the beginning of time. They have no desire to harm us. They are our caretakers. And they love the species because they love the way it's developing. They don't like what we're doing. But if there is a message, it's to let people know that they are not negative and they are here to help us. They will eventually appear in mass, but it won't be until we get our act together. And at that time, we, they will appear and let everyone know they're here. And they said at that time they would also give us lots of medications and cures and help the body. At one time, they, I had it a regression, which I thought was a regression, actually it was a future progression. A man was in a football stadium. And this huge UFO came down into the football stadium. And they got out and announced to the people they were finally going to announce themselves to the world, and they were here to help the world with the medications and all the things we were going to need, and they said this is occurring simultaneously all over the world where lots of people were gathered. They would appear instantaneously all over the world to these people, that way the governments would not be able to deny it. But they said there will still be some people sitting in that stadium who will not believe what they see with their own eyes. But we, when this happens, we will be traveling in space, living in space, wonderful inventions you can't even imagine. They're going to give us a non-polluting form of, of power and energy that will be placed on a space station and beamed to the earth. And it's... These are some of the amazing things they're going to give us. And the human body will be perfected to the point it will never die. That's awesome. But a lot of these things are going to happen when we go into the new earth. And they have tried and tried to help us repair the old earth that we're on. We have damaged it so much. They said we have... Polluted the waters, we have polluted the, Dolores the, sky, Cannon, the earth. Dolores Cannon,
0: alien the animals, Everything
1: is wow. suffering.
0: They are trying
1: thing. and trying to repair it, and they said it's got to the point they don't think they can do it anymore. They want people to do it, but people are not getting the message, and they're not going to get it fast enough before everything just is just going to come to a, a head and they won't be able to handle it anymore. This is what some of the earth changes are happening now. The tsunami in, it, in uh, Indonesia is the beginning really. of this. There will be many, many more after this. Dolores because can, the earth can. itself is rebelling. Uh-huh. The earth itself is a living being. And it will ch- come back at us. They said like a dog shaking off fleas. Mm. It will rebel. be. Yeah, like George Carlin times. said that. <laughs> and if we don't get our act together, it will do this major shift and they said they don't think there's time. They can't interfere to a a certain extent. They've tried to send energy into the earth, but it's not going to be enough. This is why we are going to be shifting into what is called the new earth, a different frequency and vibration. And the whole earth will shift into another dimension. And at that time, they hope this will be much better. It will be beautiful. It will be pristine. It will be clean. And the old earth will be left over here with all of the earth changes, the cleansing going on that it's going to need. But there will be millions and millions of people will be, uh, will leave at that time because they will not be able to survive. And uh, Addie Kirkwood, she's the one who wrote Mary's Message to the World, was at a conference that I was at. And she talked about a, a vision she had had of the new earth. She said she saw the earth, then she saw it begin to pull apart and divide like two cells dividing. And when she did, it pulled apart into two earths. Over here on this earth, she heard them saying, we did it, we did it. Over here, they were saying, poor thing, she died believing all that. So, they will not even be aware that anything has occurred when this switch happens and we go into the new vibration, new frequency. They said it's happening now. You can feel it around you. A lot of people feel it in their bodies. They're sensitive to it. They know something is happening. We're living in exciting times, and there's a lot ahead of us. We don't need to be held back by fear of these other things, fear of the unknown. They're all there to help us.
3: news. Warning. You could soon lose your job because of what's happening inside this building you see behind me. Goldman Sachs economists are That's already so warning that, that 300 times. million jobs could simply disappear. One industry insider warned.
0: Oh, Alien Chronicles. That was Alien Chronicles, Season 1, Episode 2, Dolores Cannon, Alien and UFOs. Gobekli played the first time, oh my god. Let's take sitting down and watching intently.
2: At Gobekli Tepe, Gods and say, mortals
0: four once days ago. walked the earth. Wow.
2: So the old stories must surely once have told.
0: They're showing the ruins.
2: Of the rituals, festivals, and sacrifices Ancient days, we can say little now
0: for certain. Its people are gone. Thinking of the way Andrew Collins says, Go (laughs) Beckley Tepe into
2: the void. What truly happened there? We will
0: likely never know. I think it was a hatchery. yet since its
1: rediscovery History by
2: the wider time. world so. in the 1990s. Keep... I think it was a hatchery. Anthropologists, anthropologists, and historians have done their best to weave together a flimsy shell of a story to do justice to that low-rising mound in the plains outside of (music) Urfa. Utilizing a vast array of data and techniques to mesh together a very basic idea of what the place was and who its builders had been. More outlandish commenters go further, embellishing the flimsy archaeological dataset with their own new age religious leanings and preconceived ideas. Turning concrete evidence of wild grasses, wild grains and as yet still undomesticated prey animals into landing grounds for aliens the Biblical Garden of Eden, wonderfully complex, genuine hunter-gatherer ancestors into ancient super civilizations. In reality, still for the most part, Gobekli Tepe's secrets remain hidden. Unlike the other most famous discoveries in archaeological history like Tutankhamun's tomb or the royal burial grounds of Ur, here there is very little to go on, little contemporary evidence to corroborate what happened. To explain those 200 or so monoliths arrayed into 20 megalithic enclosures. Some standing well over five meters high, their surfaces coated in bizarre, even nightmarish creatures. Written accounts wouldn't exist for more than 5,000 years to come. In recent years, the discoveries of neighboring sites with enclosures similar in scale like Karahan Tepe add to the already swelling ranks of a so-called stone hills complex in the foothills of the southern Taurus mountains. Sites like Nivali Chori and Chianu The sheer fact that Gobekli Tepe is not in fact unique, but one piece in a much larger picture makes it all the more enigmatic and captivating. Thus opening up seemingly endless new lines of inquiry. With its origins lying well over 10,000 years in the past. Perhaps its antecedents even longer. The sheer age of this incredibly sophisticated Stone Age culture has been enough to solidify its place at the very forefront of prehistoric archaeology. even making inroads to the world of popular culture. It's one of the big ones. One of the most significant archeological discoveries and biggest excavations of all time. On par with Jericho, Uruk, and the tomb of Pakal. Though found much sooner, only in the 1990s, Gobekli Tepe's impact on the cultural zeitgeist has already been as great as that of the Lascaux cave art in the 1800s. Only time will tell what future discoveries will be made, and in which ways the evidence and research will point. And yet, still, even after spending so much time and effort in excavation, we are still, for the most part, left answerless.